Yeah, a little oh, bit. Really? So, I'm a Celtics fan. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> think I may have to, have to have to end the interview right now. What's your favorite team? The Brooklyn Nets. So, you know, yeah, y'all got over on this last night. You know. And you're laughing about it. (laughs) It's not funny, Lennox. It's not funny at all. And my favorite player is Jason Tatum. Say it again? I said my favorite player is Jason Tatum. Oh, wow. 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 Okay. Okay. It's okay, though. Malik's first job podcast here to answer any questions that y'all ask. Financial literacy and resources, parents and young people becoming bosses, CEOs, future leaders, entrepreneurs, conferences and boardrooms getting sponsors secured. If you want generational wealth, Brooklyn's own current fill up with information to help. Malik's first job podcast, Malik's, Malik's podcast, Brooklyn's own current fill up, current, current fill up. Malik's first job podcast, podcast, pod, podcast, Brooklyn's own, current Phillip. Generation Wealth. Greetings, everyone. How you doing? This is Kerwin Phillip with another episode of Malik's first job podcast, where we speak about leadership, entrepreneurship, and financial literacy for parents and teens. Today, we got a remarkable guest. We got Mr. Lennox Farley. The author of the book, I don't know if you can see it, it's The Magic, the Magic Microwave, right, by Mr. Lennox Farley. And we have the author here with us today, 10-year-old, award-winning author. And we got a chance to speak with him and learn about his writing process and what you know, got him involved in writing and everything else. Um, I met this young man at the 2022 Richmond Children's Business Fair. He was one of the participants. And you know, when I came across his table, he really you know, stood out and, we, and I was really wowed by his presentation and I wanted to bring him on the podcast and introduce him to my audience. So today we have again, Mr. Lennox Farley. Let me see if I can find his bio real quick. So, uh, let's see. Yes, yeah, so Lennox is a 10-year-old published author, guest reader, and youth entrepreneur. He wrote the story, The Magic Microwave, for the 2019 WPBS Kids Writers Contest when he was seven. After he won the, afterwards, he won second place. His parents decided to turn his winning story, which discusses some of his personal travels, into a published book. He wanted other kids and their families to learn about other cultures and to experience traveling the world throughout reading. So again, I welcome Mr. Lennox Farley. How are you doing today, young man? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I, you know, I read the book um, last week, The Magic Microwave, and I love the story, and I love you know how you put this together. Um, but before we get into the book, tell us about yourself. So my name is Lennox Farley, and a little bit about myself is that my favorite subject in school is math. Uh, okay. I like to play basketball and football, and I was born in South Korea. In oh, Seoul. wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, great, great, great. So you were born in South Korea, and um, so we, we'll get into some of your travels a little bit later. 
So, so tell us about the book, uh, The Magic Microwave. What inspired you to write this? Well, what inspired me to write this is the I like writing for school and for fun. Okay. And this was never my original dream, having a business at eight years old and becoming a published author. It, it chose me. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. So... The story itself, it speaks about a young man who travels, you know, um, travels the world, you know, through the microwave. Um, tell us about some of your um, personal travels. Which, which countries have you been to? Say again, sir, please again. Yeah, I was saying, uh, what countries have you traveled to, you know? What countries? So far, you know. I've traveled to Canada, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, and I was born in South Korea. Okay, beautiful. And which is your favorite place to travel to? Which is your favorite country? Canada. Canada? What you like about Canada? <laughs> I just like it. You just like it? Wow, wow, wow. So, um, so like, in, like in your butt, what you about to say? I like, like, I like the beaver tails, maple syrup, snow candy. Okay. And Wow. Beautiful, beautiful. So in your bio, you spoke about um, participating in the, the kids' writing contest. I guess, how did you get involved in that, and what was that experience like? It was actually fun, and I was fun writing a book, a story for the contest, and I got kind of excited, and that's kind of where my author journey began. Okay. Okay. And I guess in writing the book, like what was the process like, you know, putting the whole story together? It took lots of hard work. Yeah. And thought. Okay. And okay. Uh, what I like to write and interest. Like I did figure out, like put down some interest. Uh huh. Okay. And okay, cool. Yeah, after I won, everyone wanted it, so I got it published. Okay. It took a year after the WPBS Kids Writing Contest to get it published. Okay, cool. And, and how did you find your illustrator for the book? So I went on social media, and okay. I found this illustrator who drew cartoon pictures as a profession, so I went with her, and her name was Sammy. Okay. Okay. Nice. 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 So, what was the um the hardest part in um in writing the book? Uh, trying to get it online. I just okay. wanted people to get online to make it easier to buy the book, but I had to find a good company. Um, mm -hmm. I found found BookLogics.com, PayPal, and Cash App, and I just went with them. Okay. Nice. Nice. And I understand that you also read the book to uh, to children as well. Yes, I I did it on meet Zoom meetings, and I read the book to kids. Yeah, okay. I read it to kids in like Texas, to Georgia. Okay. All right. Cool. And then. Um, and what kind of feedback have you gotten from other kids about the book? They really loved it. And yeah. They loved okay. the picture. 
in a story of me traveling to different places, such as Africa. Okay. Uh, yeah, you say you've never been to Africa yet? No, but I would like to visit there because of black culture. Right. Yes, there's a lot of rich culture there. And I want to get there one day myself. So but hopefully, you know, like I said, we, we, we'll both get there sometime soon. Um, so what do your friends think about you being a, a published author? Really, they just think of me as their friend Linux. A lot of them have a copy of it, and they think it's all right. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. And um, let's see what else. Uh, what message do you have, like, to other kids that also want to be authors? Uh, you're never too young or old to achieve your goals. And if you want to start writing a book, then maybe, like, write down interest. Okay. Okay. All right. And, um, and do you plan to write another book? Right. I wrote the story a lot for the last summer for the second book, and right now I'm waiting for it to get published. Okay. Okay. Any um any tips on the um advance or tips on what it's going to be about? Uh, uh, I'll give you a hint. It's about sports. Sports. Okay. Okay. And and what's your favorite sport? My favorite sports are football and basketball. Football and basketball. Okay. And are you keeping up with the uh, with the NBA right now? With the playoffs? Uh, when I grow up, I want to be. Yeah, are you keeping up? Yeah, a little bit. So, I'm a Celtics fan. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think I may have to, have, to, have to end the interview right now. Right. You know, come on. Cause y'all, What's your favorite y'all, team? The Brooklyn Nets. So, you know, yeah, y'all got over <laughs> on this last night. You know. <laughs> and you're laughing about it. <laughs> it's not funny, Lennox. It's not funny at all. And my favorite player is Jason game last night. <laughs> Say it again. I said my favorite player is Jason Tatum. Oh wow, wow, wow. Okay, okay. It's okay though. It's okay. We'll get you the next game. You got game two coming up. <laughs> You're still laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be in the NBA or NFL if I grow up. And if that okay. doesn't happen, I don't really know what else to do right now yet. But okay. I'm still thinking about it. Right. Well, you know, you can continue writing books and be an author. And you could do that even, you know, if, if you become an NBA player or NFL, you can still write books. Right? Okay, cool. Thank you and, for um, support. You're welcome. You're welcome. And um, I guess, is your mom there as well? There you go. All right, and introduce yourself, ma'am. Hi, I'm Latoya, known as the Magic Kid Author's Mommy. <laughs> okay. All right. And how, is, how has your experience been in the whole process of him writing the book and everything like that? Uh, so like he said, um, we kind of got thrown in our laps. Um, God. Okay. So we uh, were living in upstate New York, and I got an email about the contest. Ironically, the contest, I guess, had ran for years. Never saw it before, but we did a lot of stuff at the studio at PBS locally. And for whatever reason, it popped in my box and it gave us two weeks to write the story. 
And I told him, well, this sounds like fun. You keep drawing on everything in our house and writing on everything. So he had to draw and uh, write the story himself to win the contest. So I said, let's do it. What you think? And he said, okay. So we are foodies. We love to eat. (laughs) So I said, okay. Like he said, write about something that's your interest. I said, okay, food. And we looked around the house and we said, it'd be cool to travel because we we travel, our family travels a lot. And so I said, okay, let's look around the house. How can we get there? And we looked at the microwave (laughs) and that's how it all began. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I think the microwave uh, it's the quickest way to warm up a meal, so we went with that. <laughs> the, 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 the quickest way to heat up a meal and the quickest way to travel, right? Right, the quickest way. way to travel, especially yeah, yeah. like time appropriate. He, his book released in the pandemic, so some adults said they need the microwave. <laughs> so right. <they> <laughs> Right. But yeah, so right. that's how it happened. And then after he uh, did the story, and they were like shocked, you know, the layout right. and because at the time he was seven and our family mm-hmm. wanted a copy. So we said, okay, let's just get copies made for our family. And it just went from there. Um, I have a business background, school for business. So my business mind started working and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. it started off with, let's just break even. And it came out as a, a passion project. I'm like, let's show, mm-hmm. you know, other kids, particularly black kids that, Hey, you can be an author and you can play sports. In addition, yep. you can travel the world. You know, you can travel and expose you to so many cultures. And that's how the journey started. And it has just wow. grown from there. Mm-hmm. Super proud mm-hmm. of him. Yes, yes, yes. So so what's like the biggest change you've seen in your son since he's become an, an author? So for me, I think it's uh, the business sense has clicked to him so young. Like, um Initially, again, it started with a story, but then it's kind of turned into like teaching him entrepreneurship at at a young age, teaching him finances at a young age. So he uh, got loaned money from his dad (laughs) to start his business. So he had to pay dad back. So he he did the process of, okay, you borrow, you got to pay it back. Luckily, it's your dad, so you don't have interest. Um, (laughs) And then we went to marketing and how you do logistics and how you do customer service. So it just turned into like many business lessons for him that can transfer, you know, over in life um, with him. So it just turned into so much more <laughs> um, and savings, you, you know, learn how to save money. Right. Stock right, market. Right. right. You learn about the stock market as well? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. okay. So, so do, do you all currently invest? A little. So I kind of fell into that in the process of him being author. Um, and so we ironically uh, went to the Maggie Walker Museum as soon as we moved to Virginia. And wow. obviously, if you research Maggie, she's, uh, you know, wealthy black woman in America, bank, financial background. And they had a money book for kids. And then so as the pandemic hit and he was homeschooling. So in addition to his business starting, we also would do lessons every day. And one of the lessons is stock market. So he kind of was trying to figure out what to do with his money instead of sitting, um, getting more return um, than than just sitting and saving. So we started learning that. So just a little. He picked us stocks and just learned the basics of it. But hopefully, you know, we've grown into trying to do multiple streams of income. Right. Right, right. So if you don't mind me asking, like, what stocks have you all picked to, to invest in? 
So for him, I did something small. I think for me, I jumped out and just on reading, I didn't know much about it. I kind of took classes after the fact. Um, but at, right. at the time, it was what, 2020? I did, I think 2019, I got Hertz. And then we know okay. Hertz and AMP, and they went through the roof. But this is before he, he started his book. So once he did his book, I told him to pick things. Um, like we looked at different stocks in the book, this older book, older version. Um, mm-hmm. So I think one of the, the stocks that gave an example of was Pixar. Well, we know Pixar is out of the market now. They don't need any investors. <laughs> so they don't yeah. even offer that stock. So I told him, first, try something you're interested in. Because I, I know first lesson I learned, don't get into something you know nothing about. So he yeah. picked, um, I think we picked like a... He's into games, so I think we picked the stock in games. Um, okay. and he loves pets, so I think we picked like a, a it's like a pet pharmacy, um, stock, so very small stocks, like dollar here, dollar there, just to learn the game mm-hmm. of stock market, right? But nothing major yet, nothing major yet. But he just watched okay. your podcast and the young man who's the truth, so yeah. <laughs> I think he's amped now, <laughs> so okay. he's gonna be reading more books, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and I, and I believe uh, the truth has a course as well uh, for young people who want to learn more about stocks. Is what you know. Okay. Uh, he, he offers a course. You know, I could send you a link for that a little bit later. Yes, please. Um, yes, yes, yes. So, um, so why do you think it's important for uh for kids? I guess for parents to teach kids early about entrepreneurship and investing. So. Like I said, it's just compound interest. That's that's what, so we, my husband and I, did a course. Dave Ramsey kind of financial piece, and it was like just the example he gave about the twenty year old that started his you know investment account at twenty, and the compound interest he has versus somebody starting late. So we just right. look at him like, oh, you have a chance now. You know, something we never thought about. You know, we grew up. Right. It was like graduate, get a job, then you start your adult stuff and your finances. Really, you should start it as soon as possible to early retire. Um, so I exactly. think one day we were in the pandemic and Lennox looked at me and he was like, you you still got to work? And, and I said, and you know, I thought about it, he's like, why are adults still working? I said, well, you better write more books, you better start investing, or you're going to be still working too. Start right, right now. So we just learned about like, Compound interest, uh, retire early, buy your freedom, basically, is what we're trying to teach them. Buy your freedom, buy your life, control your life, yes. you control when you get up. You know, entrepreneurship gives you freedom. Yes, yes, yes. Beautiful, beautiful lessons, again, to really start young. You know, I have my own book that I wrote, uh, Malik's First Job, Financial Principles for Teens. And that's one of the things I try to um, instill is to, to learn these lessons early, because I, I learned them when I got way into adulthood. But I had to learn it the hard way through experience and, you know, scraping my knees and making mistakes and stuff like that. And now I think it's, it's important and it's imperative for our teenagers, our children to learn it early so that when they become adults, they already have a good idea of what to do and what not to do when it comes to money. And it's very right, important. right. That's why I say you, so, you wage your success as a parent by what the next generation takes the baton and runs with. Not starting over again. So he should be going exactly. further than us. So having a business at eight years old is definitely way ahead of his parents. So we're very proud and thankful of that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So and as I mentioned earlier, you all participated in the Richmond Children's Business Fair this year. How was mm-hmm. that experience for you all? Like what was the, the feedback and reaction that you all got that day? 
We absolutely, for me, loved it. Um, just the energy, the setup, the professionalism, the crowd, um, all the young entrepreneurs. I think for him, as a young entrepreneur, like you asked him about his friends, and I think for him, it was hard to find his place in that setting because he doesn't have friends that are entrepreneurs. So okay. to be an entrepreneur, sometimes it's lonely. So it's good to surround yourself with other entrepreneurs to keep you encouraged on those times you just not feeling like it. Um, yeah. So that was hard for him to find that space um, because there's not many kids with businesses. So when he was there, he felt right at home. Like, And then we, we actually came to visit last year, but we moved here and it was too late to register. So we just wanted to check it out just to give him like the experience and to let him get encouraged at the moment. Cause at that moment, I think he was kind of getting discouraged in it. And, um, cause no, none of his friends are doing this. Um, and so when he got there, he was inspired again. Okay, let's go home, write another book. And ironically this year, a mom came to our station and she said, I just brought my boys here. We haven't kicked it off yet, but I want them to get inspired. And I started pouring it to her. So it, it was like, you know, it's good for the guests and for the vendors. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, we get that feedback every year where there's always like a new group of kids who are like attending for the first time and they see, you know, and their parents bring them because they want to get them inspired and they see their peers out doing it, you know, running their businesses and interacting with the crowd and, you know, making money. Right. So yes. then they say, you know what, we, we want to do it next year. So then we get a, a whole right. new wave of people, you know, so it's, it's like a cycle that continues to, to move forward. So we have kids. In addition, I was, so amazed at the parents there, like very supportive parents. So I was very proud of the parents pouring into their kids that young and supporting their kids and, and going all yeah. out for their dreams. So that was the, that was good for me to see as a parent of an entrepreneur, because even that in itself, <laughs> you know, it, it's busy, you know, when you yeah. have your own job, and your own stuff, too. So I was very proud to see so many parents and families there supporting as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very important. You know, the kids gotta, you know, have that uh, that support and that that those people pushing them forward. Because as you as you said, you know, entrepreneurship can be rough. You know, you have your right. ups and downs, and you need somebody to kind of pull you up when you're going through that down period. So it's very important, All right? So for people who are interested in the book and locating it, where can they find it? Where can they find your book? So they can find my book on Instagram and Facebook. A Magic Kid Author, all one word. Okay, Magic Kid Author on on Instagram and Facebook. Okay, so definitely. Um, like, and there's Amazon, also a link. And there's also a link on there for purchase. Okay, okay, so they can go to Magic Kid Author on Facebook or um or Instagram, and I think you all gave me a link tree as well. Right. Yeah. There author. we go. Right. Thank you. That has, that has all of the uh, all the links as well. Correct. Yes, sir. Yep. That's just one stop shop, and it has the purchase link. Okay. Cool. So definitely, you know, visit. Uh, go to the link tree, Magic Kid Author, and purchase the book. Again, it's an excellent read. Right. Great for young people to open up their imaginations and teach them about traveling. Um, I know my parents got me to tra traveling when I was young as well. So it's important for your kids to see the world just beyond their immediate environment, right? Because the world is a big place and there's a lot to explore. Yes. So, so again, thank you all yes. for joining me today.
Thank you all. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Thank you for having us. Are you welcome? Anything you want to say before we wrap up? Well, thank you for having me and thank you for the support. And I are you welcome? Hope other kids start having businesses too, because it's really important. Yes, yes, yes. And definitely keep me posted for when the next book comes out, because we definitely want to help push it, okay? We'll do. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You all have a good one. Thank you. Have a good evening. Bye-bye. Right. Adios. Generational wealth.